Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Without Context podcast. Uh, this is going up the Friday before Halloween. So as you can see, we're kind of in two and a half costumes right now. Uh, as always, I am Sharky Hat, and I am wearing my classic Sharky Hat. We also have Decavolti, uh, I believe dressed as Caleb. Oh, yeah. From Critical Role, which recently started its third season. Yay. Uh, and we have Haley. Those characters. Yeah, and we have Haley, anxiety lasagna, doing her best Bakugo cosplay with moving extras with two dirty hands that she can't hold her emotional support shark with. I know it's gonna be a really rough episode for me. We're just well, you can get into it. I was gonna say what we're talking about, but you can talk about it. Yeah, it's actually a little bit of a lighter uh, topic today. Uh, for this episode, episode 11, which I'm actually really impressed we've gotten through 11 episodes of the show consistently, uh, we're going to be talking about the SCP Foundation and some of our favorite uh, SCPs. Some, uh, maybe some of the more popular ones, maybe some of the more obscure ones, but ones that we like. And then for the second half of the episode, I just, I believe the goal was we're going to make our own or at least brainstorm an SCP. Brainstorm one. Yeah. Since anything we come up with probably already exists in the SCP foundation. There are like, I, I'm so willing to challenge entries. that. I'm willing to challenge that. All right. Well, I hope you all, uh, have a good Halloween. Also, uh, if you're watching this over the weekend, if you don't catch us on the day that it goes up. And as always, Be safe. Uh, don't don't put don't don't eat a Snickers bar with a syringe in it. <laughs> yeah, don't don't drink anything that's just like in a cooler, like the liquid just is in the cooler. Yeah, no, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. That's actual advice. My advice was a meme. If uh, you're old enough to still be going trick or treating and watching this podcast, do not take us as role models. So, I think I would be a pretty could be a role model, model now. Yeah, Haley don't is... talk about like 2012 to 2015, <laughs> uh, Haley. That's a different story. But like, yeah, but you were I a teenager back I then. Be... No, I was teen... in my 20s. We I'm had this whole, homie. We had this whole conversation in the D and D Discord earlier. We're all just going through our ages. Uh, well, we'll start this off with a Deca today. Boy. All right. I had my SCP from the jump, actually. Uh, my favorite SCP um, was actually featured on Drawfee. Um, it, and, which is wild because of all of the, the, the wild amount of SCPs that there are that Sharky alluded to. Uh, but my favorite is SCP-1733. It is I, a, I'm not familiar with that one. It is a digital recording of the season opener NBA 2010-2011 opening game between uh, between uh, the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat. It is just a recording of the game. Yes. Um, so the the reason it it is uh, so the the first hint as to uh, something being off is somebody uh, they monitored social media and found that somebody talked about a technical foul or they were complaining about a technical foul that happened in the game that didn't actually happen. <laughs> um, and when they confronted it, uh, 
it was they they just saw a Facebook thread about it at, between Ray Allen and Chris Bosch that never actually occurred in the pod, in the broadcast. When confronted, they uploaded the relevant segment, much to the confusion of the der- derogators. Foundation agents embedded in Facebook's moderator team deleted the thread and procured the IP of all individuals present at the chat at the time and and administered amnesia 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 yeah, I think that's the word. Whatever that for. drug, whatever that drug name is, too. Thank you, lose your memory. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they also re- they also recovered the DVR. Yeah, I think. A- oh shit! I just hit. I just like completely knocked my desk with my water bottle. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so I think before we actually continue, we should probably explain what the SCP Foundation is uh, for those that oh, we're going into this assuming everybody knows what we're talking about. That's probably but, uh- a bad idea. Hey man, we are the sh- without context podcast. It is, and we would live up to our name, but uh, considering how we happened, what happened last episode with uh, who was podcast, I think we might count as our own SCP. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, to put it simply, the SCP Foundation is a community-built wiki page centered on an organization that deals with supernatural and uh anomalous items people and events it can be anything from some of the more popular stuff like you see in the games like scp uh, 682 which is the unkillable lizard where every time you use a weapon or anything to destroy it it regenerates immune to that thing oh it's just fucking what's his name for dc yeah it's just uh it's that uh you have a zero seven nine, which I think is the, uh, if I remember correctly, that is the infinite staircase, where you can hear like a child crying in the background, and it just goes on forever. Uh, no, seventy nine is a microcomputer. I forget the or uh, the numbers of a bunch of these, but there's been a lot of SCP games that uh, feature a lot of different ones, a lot of the more popular ones. You have the uh old man that can like go through walls and leaves behind like the tar one of the more pop one of the more i think generally known ones is the one that if you don't look at it it, like snaps your neck the statue it's basically a weeping it's basically angels it's basically a weeping angel i think the first article came out like after that episode of doctor who like aired also so i think somebody just kind of built on my neck daddy But looking at it, uh, there are still a lot of blank numbers on the site. They have them by series, series one through series seven, uh, about a thousand SCPs apiece. There's still a lot of them that haven't had a number claimed yet, but easily this wiki has um, over 5,000 different entries. So there's definitely a lot that you can go down and get lost in. And there's different sets of canon. Like some people will use SCPs for their own kind of universe, while other people will use it for their own like universe featuring the SCP Foundation. So you have all these different like canons being built out of it also and fleshed out by the community, which is pretty cool. But uh, continue with your Zdeka, the yeah. If you have anything else to add, the NB. Yeah. So um, as people play this, uh, play this uh, DVR recording over and over uh the commentators seem to have a 
seem to know what the play is going to be before the play happens. And after multiple playthroughs, it seems that they have an eidetic memory about the game being played. And not only that, the players themselves uh, kind of are kind of like looking around like, this is kind of weird, guys. No one. But as of as of yet, according to this wiki page, uh, nobody has tried to speak directly to the viewer. Um, oh, it's they're becoming more aware that stuff's repeating. I mean, slowly, more slowly becoming more aware that things are repeating. Um. <laughs> To the point that even the crowd is kind of like looking around like, huh? <laughs> I've eaten this corn dog six times now. How am I not full yet? <laughs> this is glitch in the Matrix. Like, yeah, this is definitely glitch in the Matrix. Um, and every time it record, every time you play back the recording, there's subtle things that happen differently in the game where like, you know, point, total, point totals by the quarter are different. You know, someone gets a technical foul that wasn't actually there and so on and so forth. Uh, but that's the long and short of it. It is uh, a slowly coming together collective consciousness that is uh, slowly becoming self-aware. Yeah, and I think that kind of sums up the SCP Foundation as like in the simplest like style. It's a mundane thing displaying some kind of odd property. It only gets weirder when you think like the people being recorded are starting to realize that their world in this game is repeating over and over again. And I like uh, what I like most about these articles is that nothing's ever really clear. Nothing's ever like clear cut is always like an implied or they put in like a forced redaction to leave out like a word. So you're like reading through like these redacted documents and you're trying to like piece it together. And the presentation of it is really fun. I've sat and I've just read through articles like late at night, just scrolling and scrolling when I didn't want to like, you know, go to sleep just yet. But uh, Haley, let's move on to yours. Unless Sedeka has other stuff. I did. I did have one more sure, thing I wanted sure, to sure. add to this because while while they have not reached out to the audience uh, by the 45th playback of this game, they have reached a point to where they're not even playing the game anymore. They're just <laughs> trying to escape. <laughs> Uh, the exits are all do not work. None of the exits work in this area. They do not lead anywhere, uh, and no matter how much force they put on the doors, they are unable to escape. They are just there. Is there, a, uh, is, is there anything in the article? Because this is a recording of real people yes. in yes. the universe. Is there anything about like how the people in the real world uh, react to this, or is it just like it's only affecting what is on the videotape? Seems to be only uh, affecting the uh, the people on the tape. Uh, doesn't okay. seem to have a. I don't think they. It's it's one of those things where you'd have to find a needle in a haystack to find that person. Well, I'm thinking like uh, the player, like the players, like uh. Oh sure. Like if you uh, show, if you sit down like the player and you're like watch this video. You sit Ray Allen Do you down remember and watch this? The video? <laughs> um. No. Uh. It says. It also says that. Uh, one of the uh, as they started replaying it more and more that uh, at first the players would like they would be so keenly attuned to each other's defenses at this point because they're, they're running the exact same playbook that the score would be zero zero until like a couple minutes into the first quarter. <laughs> um, and then by 40 by playback 45, they're like, this is weird. We need to get the fuck out of here. And they're unable to. 
That's awesome. Um, and that's that is SCP seventeen thirty three. All right. The Oof. infinite universe in a recording. Infinite NBA uh, game. What's the actual uh, title for it? Uh let's see. SCP seventeen thirty three. Like if you find it if you find it on like the series page. I don't know. I don't think it has a series. Well, it's a like what's the number again? Uh seventeen thirty three. Seventeen thirty three, I think it'd be series two. Yeah. Because two is where a thousand starts. Uh, okay. Seventeen thirty-three. It's called season opener. Okay. That's the uh, short, like, identifying title to it. Mm-hmm. All right. And Haley, what you got? Okay. So before we begin, I'm going to need you to repeat the following phrase slowly and clearly into your microphone. I do not recognize the bodies in the water. I love this one. I do not recognize the bodies in the water. I do not recognize the bodies in the water. Excellent. I I am ready to tell you about SCP-2316, which is a... Uh, an, ima- an anomalous phenomenon existing within Lake Redacted within Redacted County Redacted. <laughs> Which is my that's, favorite part of the whole thing, just like, Redacted. That's the um, SCP for you. Yep. It manifests as a group of human corpses floating in a small group on the surface of the water. The identities of these corpses are cognito hazard removed, automated change, unknown, though DNA testing has been inconclusive. Uh, and as you go through the article, it like reminds you to keep saying, I do not recognize the bodies in the water. Uh, but it says it appears to be individual instances. Uh, instead of uh, being what they think it is, it may instead be an entity composed of a collected consciousness. Individual instances of SCP-2316 do not act on their own, but seem to be able to co- act collectively as a single unit. Um, but basically that's that's what it is it's a it's a it's a it's a raft of dead bodies and whoever looks at it thinks they recognize the bodies but you have to remind yourself i do not recognize the bodies floating in the water i think the creepiest that like this whole scp is great like i remember loving this one it's just the name is also like honest just called field trip like (laughs) that. that sucks yeah, yeah uh, uh, I learned about this one on TikTok because uh, I think SCP Foundation has a TikTok, or at this, least fans of SCPs have made TikTok accounts. Somebody probably and has. This one kind of blew up on at least on my for you page. There was a lot of videos about uh, SCP twenty three sixteen, and like I do not recognize the bodies floating in the water, and they're like. Oh no, but it's so and so, and they're like, I do not recognize the bodies floating in the water. <laughs> yeah, I thought that one was creepy. Um, learned about it on TikTok. I think this one has a lot of uh, fun applications to use in like other forms of media. Cause like, how spooky would it be if like you're writing like a fictional narrative? And your little adventuring party or whatever, like say we're put, say we're applying this to a D and D game, like how spooky would it be if there was some kind of like anomaly? You could probably make it like a mimic or something. Oh, absolutely, spooky. I would do this 
and this, you're walking uh, along the lake and it's like you see your mom floating in the water i think make a wisdom saving throw <laughs> i think like this works in like call of cthulhu because that has like the whole sanity aspect to it but i think like if you want to bring in like the sanity rule for D, like that variant rule, rule this would definitely be like good in like a dark fantasy like D D style game where it's like the hard mode is enabled you know like, <laughs> but uh yeah the whole thing about like other forms of media like a short film of this would be like probably terrifying so and you could scary. probably do it on you can probably do it on like a budget too so oh, yeah you just have your buddies just go just pick a hot day just put a like, dslr hey, can out i pay you to just like we'll take a few shots from different angles of you just floating face down in the water with some of your homies <laughs> do it with like different bunches of people so it's like specific to each character but have the cameras in the same spot they're like oh my god look at that and then you could have the shot flip between like someone character a would recognize or just someone character b would recognize like, that'd be, yeah. be the same person Ooh. Yeah, the thing is, like, looking at the article on the webpage, too, it's such a short article, but it makes you think, like, about so much about it. Like, mm -hmm. the whole thing, like, less is more, that's one of the SCPs where that really works. Because it's a basic description, the mantra to say it, and then, like, a brief, like, summary of it, but it leaves so much to the imagination. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what uh, I don't know if any of you guys are um, Star Kid production fans. Like they're the people who did a very Potter musical, Holy Musical Batman. Uh, but they put out a horror musical called The Guy Who Didn't Like Musicals. And there's one scene where uh, the guy who didn't like musicals, his name's Paul, is talking to his the love interest and is like, "Isn't this whole thing like?" basically is like see how this thing that's happening right now is really scary and she's like the implications i didn't think about them i didn't think about them and then anytime i look at scp 2316 i'm like the implications you get to think about them. <laughs> there's so many implications it's like you said it's so short and it's just like it's a it's a it's floating bodies you don't recognize them it does i don't even think it says what happens to you if you like recognize them or if you acknowledge that you recognize them. see it, the thing it's... about the scp uh articles is that people can code in like cool things to do with them too like you have to like click a link to open up like the rest of the article or it's like there's these collapsed text files that are like logs of like an interview or something that aren't shown until you like click a link oh no it says think... here if uh, oh. attempting to come into contact with SCP-2316 by way of entering Lake Redacted or touching an instance of SCP-2316 will cause other instances of the SCP to appear, you do not recognize the bodies in the water. The additional instances only serve to reinforce and add strength of the cognito hazard, compelling affected individuals into the lake. Individuals who enter the lake in this way are lost, and to date, none have ever been recovered. Oh. I actually, uh, I should, there was something that I can click on for my SCP too, and I will, we'll, we'll go over that in a little bit. Don't worry about it. It's just yeah. what it's just the the deviations from the original broadcast, and oh, it just ew. as as you record more, as more recordings happen, the deviations. I'm gonna ask Haley if you just saw like the same thing that I did. The, they don't article. want to show you, but I will below. There are footnote six. There are six footnote links 
and you hover over them and it's from an unknown author and it's just like text it's like footnote two i know who they are i know their names each and every one don't you and it's like Due all the these like just... of scp-2316 is uncertain how many individual corpses exist within the group yeah this one's normal number two is spooky hate number two number three links to uh a citation an unfinished citation where someone's name is a cognito hazard so now i'm a little yeah. bit more spooked but it's or like... is they're lying I, they know damn well who they are the cognito hazard is real but it's just their way of crying for help of letting people know who they are who they were and then number five is how can you not recognize the bodies in the okay i'm i'm, I'm good i don't but then talk number <laughs> but then number six is they don't number six is the they don't want to show you but i will below and when you click on the link I'm not to, gonna do it. No, to do the I'm thing good. it's <laughs> a it gives you a warning it's like user uh crv is not within acceptable limits uh user influenced by cognito hazards please stay still a member of your site medical staff is on the way like it's just like it's stuff like that like it's just these little things but uh i hated that i hated that experience we just had together <laughs> there's one oh. I, I forget the actual number and i remember the scp itself is fucked like it's probably one of the darker like not even like the grosser thing it's just like one of the like mentally like darker things that they've had on the site and if you look into the code like through google or something where you like inspect element there's an entire like hidden poem in like the code that somebody like coded in and it's awesome but um in three miles haley out three nose you remember, <gasps> have you guys ever seen the uh the like six image thing it was like how to make yourself happy it's like shop for a new tie make macaroni do cardio and then it's like don't let the existential dread set in don't let it set in let it. and then somebody posted one it's like you don't recognize the bodies in the water you don't recognize the bodies in the water. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one's just back okay. to the rug <laughs> so. i did not know like 100% real talk listeners of the podcast uh if you're watching it on youtube i'm making solid eye contact with you right now I did not read the footnotes before I started talking about this being my favorite SCP. I now might be a little bit spooked about lakes forever now. So you're just watching me develop an irrational fear in real time. So anything you'd like to further add, Haley? Or... Um, uh, you don't recognize the bodies in the water. <laughs> You don't recognize that is all I'd like to add. That and whoever wrote that article, um, I can give you the phone number to my therapist anytime <laughs> you need it. All right. Well, all right, Sharky, can... how are you going to traumatize me today? No, because my favorite SCPs are kind of like the dumber ones. Oh, thank uh, God. I'm the one who's SCP, uh, SCP 261. Uh, it is classified as safe, and employees can actually use it. It is an unmarked uh, Japanese vending machine where you can put in any amount of money uh, up to, I think, 500 yen, according to this, and it will spit out something random. Uh, they have opened it up to look at it. There's everything inside is as it should be. It just dispenses random objects. Does it give a list uh, of things it's dispensed? Yeah, I'm going to go uh, from top to bottom here. Um I like this is a good thing for D. This is a good one I would put in my D and D game. Yeah. 
Uh, currently, SCP-261 may only be used 10 times in a 24-hour period, with no transaction exceeding the equivalent of 500 Japanese yen. Uh, items dispersed by SCP-261 should be reviewed by site health and safety officials before consumption. Failure to do so releases a foundation for memory obligation regarding negative effects. <laughs> um, That's great. It gets better because there's one further down that I guess establishes that rule. <laughs> Used um, underwear. SCP-261 appears to be a large black vending machine with no front glass panel and a small keypad on the right side. It was recovered in Yokohama, Japan. It was brought to the Foundation's attention uh, as an investigation of an urban legend about a magic vending machine. Uh, it was found <laughs> in a back alley of a large shopping center with a handwritten sign saying, Out of Order. It has no marks of, or identification of any kind, and no locals remember when or how it came to be in its current location. Uh, internally, it appears to be a basic vending machine. Uh, after a key was made and the front door opened, no abnormal materials were found, and it was determined that it never actually contained any food or beverages. The keypad, while connected and operating correctly, does not activate any of the dispensing mechanisms. When money is placed in and a three-digit number is entered into the keypad, it will vend a random item. Uh, SCP-261 has not accepted any currency other than yen, uh, with rejected currency being deposited into the coin return slot. So, further down here, a list of uh, log of items vended during testing phase. <laughs> Before you start that, sure. Decca, do you yes. want do Decca and I can we guess something that would be or something we would want to be vended out of the machine? Sure. Okay. All right, Deco, what would you guess would come out of the magic vending machine? Mm. I think the first couple vans would be something innocuous at first, like some something like uh something like some jerky or something. Something innocuous like a snack. Okay. Really? Hmm. This is a Japanese magic vending machine, so I have to think what would Kotsky Bakugo want to come out of a vending machine? Oh, God. Besides like the blood of his enemies. <laughs> um <laughs> I would guess that comes out of this vending machine because it's a random object. It hasn't said it has to necessarily be a something that would come out of a vending machine. I'm okay, it, going it is, to say... It is food. It is technically... Oh, it's always food? It's... Items are always some form of snack food or, a or like a can of beverage. I'm going to guess um, like flaming Hot Cheetos flavored cricket. Okay. Flaming so, hot crickets. <laughs> uh, log of items vended during testing phase eight. Eight hundred yen entered for each item. Items being dispensed every two minutes. Uh, did I actually misread that? Is it at least five hundred for fanatics? That's what I thought you said too. Um, Numbers are hard. Numbers, math is dumb. Numbers are hard. I yes, they are. Think I literally look like Bakugos. Then... Silence like, I cannot get over it. <laughs> Silence degree haver. <laughs> uh, exceeding, exceeding 500. So this is just a bunch of stuff put in at one at uh, over a period of time. Okay, so they but they did 800 okay. total. Yeah. Uh, Coke Zero, a can of Diet oh. Coke, packet packaged in English. Cheetos, a small bag of Cheetos snack food, packaging in English. Uh, black, uh, black, black. A single pack of caffeinated chewing gum packaged in Japan. Uh, yan yan. A single yan yan cone with peach dipping frosting, 
package in uh, Japanese. The Maji Seika company does not produce this flavor. Pepsi Dragon Twist. A can of Pepsi Cola with a trace of fruit flavor packaged in English. The fruit flavor has been identified as dragon fruit. Pepsi Code does not oh. produce this item. <laughs> a dark side cola. A quote unquote can with clear plastic sides packaged in Japanese. Liquid inside is clear. When opened, liquid appears to react to the air and changes to a dark black over a period of several seconds. The black coloration looks like bellowing smoke and cannot be reversed. Liquid's taste described cool, as actually. cola, comma, with something spicy in it. So. Pretty cool. That would be the coolest! I've had, I've had cinnamon-flavored Pepsi, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, the Little Bakery, 7 grain. A small tube the size of a candy bar with a green button, made of aluminum, packaged in English. When the top is twisted off, a mass of dough is extruded. Dough contains several enzymes and bacteria that have yet to be identified. On contact with the air, this causes the dough to rise and bake, killing the microbes in the process. Produces a small round loaf of bread weighing 250 grams. Taste described as good, but chewy. <laughs> uh, it's like that powder that Ray uses in The Force Awakens and she puts some water in and like, yeah. stirs the cup and then bread appears. Uh, lemon clams. A thick plastic baggie with a plastic tube on the side containing water and 12 clams packaged in Dutch. Following on-package instructions, the plastic tube is cracked like a glow stick. Liquid in the bag, flashed to steam, venting from a hole that popped open at the top of the bag, slightly burning one researcher. Steaming finished after 38 seconds, in which the clams are found to be fully cooked and infused with a mild lemon flavor. On investigation, clams match no recorded species. <laughs> well, I'm, the this more like, I'm reading this, I'm no. like, this is just like an interdimensional like vending machine from like alternate timelines. <laughs> It's a Rick and Morty vending machine. <laughs> it really is. Uh, Diet Ghost. A can containing an instance of SCP-2107, which I'm going to look that up real quick. That's it is wild. another can of soda. <laughs> I love the diversity of SCPs, man. We had, like, haunted videotape, um, actual nightmare, and then unusual soda. <laughs> I think this is a soda that causes you to be haunted. <laughs> like, <laughs> with a, it, it's a big article, so it, I don't know. It's a big article, so I'm not gonna like fully read it. But it's uh, <laughs> okay. Description: Twenty one oh seven designates a soft drink brand known as Diet Ghost, which displays anonymous properties when imbibed. Uh, SCP twenty one oh seven has to date only encountered package uh, has only been encountered packaged by the individual can. Within three to seven minutes of ingestion, subjects begin to experience paranormal activity that most often falls in the colloquial uh, expectations of an individual being haunted by a ghost or paranormal activity. Jeez, <laughs> so, it's a spooky drink. Spooky. Uh, testing Perfect uh, for the season. All right, it can contain an instance of 2107 packaged in English. Testing done on this instance provided results similar to other contained instances of 20, uh, 2107. This marks the first time the SCP has vended another SCP. <laughs> um, reproduction? There are three that are unknown. A small mesh bag filled with small multicolored pyramids packaged in an unknown language. Pyramids found to be very hard and unpleasant tasting compared to chalk and taste and consistency. When placed in hot water, pyramids open and produce strings that quickly dissolve. 
coloring the water the same shade as the pyramid. Water has no additional taste, but testing revealed a sharp increase in, in mineral, carbohydrate, and protein content with several minerals unidentified at the present time. This content was found to be consistent with the recommended daily intake of nutrients for uh, human adults. Researchers ingesting the water reported stomach cramps two hours later, but no other side effects. Vitamin water. Yeah, it's just water it, and it, like... It's just, a, it's just a freaky LaCroix. It's just a <laughs> up LaCroix, yeah. It's just a um, freaky LaCroix. I like this one. Like, uh, aluminum box with a small glass window on the side and a large round button on the top. Packaged, packaged in an unknown language. Box is seamless and appears to be filled with small round animals covered in fur, each with three small paws and a single large eye. Pressing the button causes the insides of the box to rapidly become superheated, cooking the small animals alive. Muffled noises and scratching were heard for several seconds during the cooking phase. After 1 minute 30 seconds, the front panel opens and gives access to the now-cooked animals. Professor Kane volunteered to eat the animals, with no other researchers willing to do so. He described it as crunchy, very spicy, with a small hint of beef. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one, which I think Bakugo might enjoy. A tall, thin aluminum can, packaging, packaged in an unknown language. Opening can cause opening the can caused a chemical reaction with liquid inside the can. Liquid was apparently not intended for an oxygenated environment and detonated violently, causing several injuries and killing two researchers. Testing discontinued an area cleared. Testing area observed to smell like citrus for a few days. Exploding <laughs> <laughs> citrus. I didn't know that. Okay, I didn't see this link. Apparently, to more testing. Um, Lemon no. explode murder. There's a thing of Oreos. Uh, no unusual taste. Jolly Ranchers. Uh, standard flavors of green apple and watermelon, but also with pomegranate and blackberry. Yeah, uh, those don't exist. And like a bunch of other uh, Mountain Dew hot pink. Uh, carbonated liquid with a bright pink color and proved to be a pot uh, potable tasting very sweet and tart. Mild sh sugar high ensued. Flavor identified as a mix of pomegranate and green apple. I would actually want to oh, try that Mountain Dew. That sounds. That's... That sounds yeah, diabetic. It probably is. I don't um, like soda because the carbonation hurts my mouth. Like it's mm -hmm. unpleasant to have in my mouth. And then when it when you burp, it hurt. It burns your nose. I don't understand anybody who drinks soda. That shit's the worst. Bro, how long is this document? This guy, <laughs> made, this guy made so many things. It's like. You mean the machine dispenses so many things, the totally real magic vending machine. I... Uh, disclaimer. <laughs> SCPs aren't real. No, but, uh... Yeah, this guy made a whole other page of just, like, every little thing that came out of it, and this thing easily is longer than, like, any Wikipedia page I've ever come across. <laughs> the Magna Carta. <laughs> at like at some you, point, you're just like, we get the point. <laughs> yeah, like if you put a ruler against your monitor and measure it, it's like a quarter of an inch, like a mark on like the scroll bar. Like this guy made such a long Lord. document. He just probably, probably, he a, probably got like hella baked one day. It was just like, <laughs> what weird foods would come out of a magic vending machine? And what there's other buddies on the couch, like, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be awesome? 
and there was like a hot pink Mountain Dew. And you're like, oh my god, bro. It's just like, what weird shit can this vending machine <laughs> pop out today? I, I'm pretty sure with how long that document was, this man's not going to be done until he has every key combination accounted for an item. Oh my god, yeah, that's what he's doing. It's just like math. every... Fucking just, math nerds. A three-digit key. He's like, I'm going to make one for every input option. But, uh, yeah, that's one well, That's one of my favorite ones. Uh, there are other ones that are up there. Like, I like the, uh, I forget the numbers, but I like the SCP that's basically Kane from the Bible. But he's, like, an unstoppable, like, superhuman that, like, fights the Foundation trying to get out of his, like, cell and everything. And oh, then, Superman. Uh, I liked the... the one you talked about last week, Decker, uh, Sharky, the, with the, the, like, the happy squish boy. Yeah, the giant blob that makes you feel feelings of euphoria. Yeah, allowed... I want that he's... one. Me. He's allowed to just wander around the facility. So, <laughs> um... Except for that one hour that he needs. He needs to sleep, yeah. He, he needs to take a nap. Uh, and then all of the SCP ones. Uh, the first SCP, the first SCP on their list is a very special number for them, so they even like disclaim it in their thing. It's like only one of these. They have a bunch of different SCP zero zero one entries, and they have like a disclaimer on. It's like one of these is true, the other ones are false to avoid it being found out. But it's like it's from that idea where there's like seven or eight like SCP zero zero ones that all these like different canon storylines pop out of because it's like oh cool this is the original SCP that we're going to use to make like our universe of things and then another one's like we're going to take this one and make that our universe of things like based on this is the original but uh, all of those ones are like the more like those are some of like the weird ones for me because it's like some are like alternate realities some are like godlike beings and it's like it's, it gets weird because like all of these things start going into alternate realities uh alternate universes you have like a whole bunch of like religious elements to a bunch of them and there's oh. like this whole canon of like a bunch of different like religious sects trying to take over some of these scps and use them so oh, it's boy. like you hear about the playbacks on, in, that I've been looking at <laughs> for mine. Oh, did you have like a list of like changes yeah, for playbacks? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can go over that if you guys want. Yeah, just give us a few. See how things change up when he's reviewing. So, uh, so uh, let's see. Let's just start because the first few are just or just normal playbacks from like playback one to like playback fourteen. It's just normal things. Uh, like a de one deviation is like LeBron James is observed scowling and like shaking his head at the crowd who's booing him, which is whatever. Um, there is. James. Yeah, Sorry. Uh, no, you're good. Um, uh, playback 15 is when uh, Celtics power forward Glenn Davis is able to execute a crucial block that he does not do in the original broadcast on, on LeBron James, causing <laughs> causing the Celtics to have uh, continue their lead. Um, playback 26 is the because the boss so in the real world the Boston Celtics won the game by playback 26 it was the first Miami Heat victory who won 112 to 85 um, crowd becomes aggressive shouting obscenities and hurling food stuff um, 
and uh, this was the this was also the first game together for the uh, the Miami Heat's big three of uh, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, and I forget who the third one was. Um, by playback forty four, the game the players come out, but they're very disoriented as they come out. And the game's called the game's completely called off, and you what you see is a bunch of medical staff interviewing the players to check, you know, but all and all of them report having dreamed about having this playing this game the night before. Uh, and Damn. it's just it's just the medical staff interviewing like the crowd and the players for the entirety of the recording. Um, by playback by playback fifty one. Uh, all exits uh, are sealed, and they find that out as they try to exit. Uh, there's a physical altercation between people, between some drunk college kids and an older dude trying to leave. Uh, they it leaves that old man concussed. Um, it's the first recorded violent incident. By uh, but in the next playback, it is revealed that that person who was knocked unconscious. Uh, is seemingly unharmed, but has memories of it. So he goes to beat up those guys. <laughs> um, by playback fifty-five, they are um, cognization with all the people in the crowd and the players has progressed to the point where everyone remembers the things they did over the week. Uh, everyone remembers like the the everyone knows how the game goes. Everyone remembers how their week went. <laughs> Um, that's spooky I would hate that by playback 65 uh, crowds have since broken up into factions um, to your point Sharky about the one the religious sects trying to organize um, one of the crowd one of the organizations is known as the faith keepers <laughs> um, so it just turns into Mad Max like <laughs> they they believe that the TD Garden, that they've been confined here uh, as a punishment for rampant consumerism in the post-industrial world and for Pat and, uh, and they have burnt offerings of their mobile phones, car keys, purses, wallets <laughs> in the court center. Um, as someone who's been in TD Garden before, checks out. <laughs> that place is a hellscape and checks out. Just out. in general, yeah, sure. Yeah, I got to see. I think I saw Muse play at TD Garden one time. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's still people that are still like, um, that are still trying to make escape ra- escape routes. Um, and the players are no longer th- no longer even there. They're just in their locker rooms apparently. <laughs> um. As the playbacks go go on and on, uh, the faith keepers grow are growing in number. Uh, somebody tried to set an explosive off at a door, and it didn't work. Um, I'm just gonna react anytime explosive is mentioned. Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, by playback ninety five, hedonistic displays of sex and violence have sufficiently curbed the uh, efforts of of the people, uh, the faith keepers. Makeshift curtains are hung around. Them. Makeshift curtains are hung around the site of an orgy at Lodge 8 at the urging of Section 320 members. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I don't need to hear any more, man. It peaked at orgy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can't get any better curtained-off orgy. 
it, it goes into ritual sacrifice after that. So yes, it doesn't get. Oh, any better. <laughs> uh, oh my god! The faith. I would actually watch basketball, man. That would make me want to watch basketball. The faith keepers uh, by playback redacted. Faith keepers storm player facilities to retrieve Paul Pierce and LeBron James. The players who are ritually sacrificed in their bodies are subsequently displayed on the area's jumbotron. Other than that, no effect on the recording. I feel like this man. <laughs> I feel like whoever wrote this just hates LeBron James. LeBron <laughs> um, James. Uh, by the the last playback redacted is first recorded deviation in arena light to a deep red color. Data expunged. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So it's like it's just all this like weird shit like that. Mm-hmm. You can watch the slow trickle into madness. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's I charging, I totally on. screamed outside of my window. Just oh, okay. <laughs> I hope I can hear it on the recording. I can't hear anything from her end, so. Yeah. No, I'm just sitting here and all of a sudden you see her and go, ah! So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, continue, continue. So, it's like, I just really like this website. Like, I just like the creativity that goes behind it. And I like the people that have made like multiple scps and can even like tie them into other people's scps without feeling like they're overpowering that person's like a lore behind it mm-hmm. and just like all the stuff that went into just like making it seem official like all the classifications of like safe or euclid which is like it just has to be contained it's it's safe but needs to be contained still and then you have like the world ending like stuff that it's like they have dedicated facilities like ready to like detonate a nuke on it if they need to destroy it and it's like the whole premise is like we're doing our best to save the world but we are losing mm-hmm. like compared to these things so i think this last little bit here we could try to make an scp ourselves i did have an idea for one uh that maybe you two can help me refine Sure. Um, as you may recall, in the last uh, episode of Without Context, um, I referenced a certain Judas Priest song that was in court proven not to uh, um, be given subliminal messaging. <laughs> uh, I want that whole album to have like a subliminal message when you play it. <laughs> not even playing it backwards, just when you play it. Um, the album is uh, hold on, I I got the album. The album is uh, 1978's Stained Class. Sorry, didn't mean to talk over you. Oh no, no, I was just saying like because I know the original court case was like had a pretty dark subject matter attached to it, like what <laughs> yeah. they thought the subliminal messaging is. I think we should go in the opposite direction. Sure. Um, I think the subliminal messaging stuff should be like absurd like blending like some of the spooky of like yours and mine like as yours progressed it got spooky mine was spooky because i didn't read the citations of the footnotes <laughs> um but taking from the concept of like the magic vending machine we need to just come up with like absurd subliminal messaging that people would be like there's no way that song does that but if you listen to it if you listen to like this specific copy of like if it's like a certain like vinyl mm-hmm. of that is the the anonymous like the anonymous uh 
vinyl of it and it has like simple little messaging it's like oh if you listen to track 15 you uh have the uncontrollable urge to just like only wear polka dots or something stupid mine's gonna be a weird can of gamer subs <laughs> that lets you do something crazy i haven't really thought about it yet i just grabbed the first thing i had in front of me and that G fuel that a... didn't have lead in it <laughs> <laughs> it's like just uh, thinking gamer subs here we can come up with something anonymous about this right <laughs> so, oh sure God. so you, uh, good. you had mentioned Sharky and yours that they there was like a thing of caffeinated gum and i got transported back to like 2011 mlg in Providence, Rhode Island, where these poor women had to walk around in like crop bikini tops and booty oh shorts, being God. like, "Would you like some caffeinated stride gum?" And I'm like, "You better be making bank, homie. Like, <laughs> you better be making so much money peddling this stupid shitty gum." I remember, I remember at a Ren Fest, uh, there were there were some random bikini babes that were just like, "You want some Red Bull, honey?" Like, it's it's ninety degrees out. I, honey, no, no, please. Uh, that is not ye old Red Bull. <laughs> ye old Crimson Bull. <laughs> I'm looking around my room and it's just the uh, the Lego Infinity Gauntlet that lets you recreate the actual Infinity Gauntlet powers. <laughs> I think a, a, a worse nightmare SCP for me would be like a phone. Like, I have like a phobia of making phone calls to strangers. Um, so I think a terrible SCP would be a cell phone that only ever calls strangers. Like, you can have your contacts loaded into it, but no matter who you call, you don't know who's going to pick up on the other end of the line. There's probably that a cell phone That shit would be a nightmare to me. That probably already exists, because, like, us socially anxious weirdos, like... Let's take that, let's take that and, like, adjust it a little bit. It's, you have all your contacts in, but it calls a different universe's version of that person. <laughs> Oh my god, ultimate you alternate universe my mom. <laughs> it's oh like... no, but then that would be so I mean, you could hi, we went to a dark place really fast. What if like <laughs> someone you still had someone's contact in your phone that in this universe is like no longer with us, but you call it and they pick up in the alternate universe. It's just casual too. It's just like oh. the it's just casual dance, it's just yellow. <laughs> You've been hey, dead for ten years. Who I is this? Right know what Google what Pixel about? is. They're just high on the couch. Just who is this? <laughs> just... I love that your phone is a freaking Xbox, Xbox controller. I was, I was playing Here, some video games last Hello. night. Hello. <laughs> my rgb mouse i don't know if you've ever seen the webcomic of the person who's high and they're like trying to pull open the microwave door and the handle comes off and they're just like looking hello? at it and they go hello, hello? <laughs> just, they've done that the, on tiktok yeah it's like i think it's even like a satyr in like the drawing too it's like they pull off the handle of the microwave and they just kind of look at it and it's just hello <laughs> just, and it's just like that's the kind of mood off topic and this is my last off topic comment when you're trying to mime that you're on the phone what hand movement do you use this one right yeah. well, my little like... nieces and nephew say oh i'm i'm, I'm talking on the phone well they they've only ever known a flat phone they did, i was gonna say they didn't have a radial phone 
they didn't have the phones you could like hit the end of it and like pops up and you catch it <laughs> they never saw the hamburger phone <laughs> Hamburger phone is oh my god a cursed like a an SCP is a hamburger phone. No shit, I think that a hamburger phone might actually be an SCP. Let me look (laughs) it up real quick. (laughs) Sorry, I'm having way too much fun being Bakugan right now. I might have to make my special Halloween costume. I'm gonna freak my fiance out though. Looking straight on, like. Okay, so I was half right. Apparently, there's an SCP that's just a hamburger. Okay, so let's SCP uh, SCP forty three forty eight uh containment class safe crossed out uh neutralized um, neutralized somebody ate it description obsolete uh, somebody SCP, shot it with a rifle ate it SCP forty three forty eight is a oh it's a building. 42 hours prior to their visit, the patron will inevitably encounter SCP-4348-1. It is a medium-rare cheeseburger with toppings of lettuce, tomato, cheese made from goat milk, mustard, and a wheat-based bun, along with a side of french fries. The words words Dotto Burger are burned onto the top of the patty. Modes for encountering it vary from person to person, but common scenarios include finding it in their ovens, microwave, or air conditioning units, <laughs> discovering it discovering it in a dumpster or other trash unit, having a friend or relative offer them it free of charge, opening food packaging in order to eat another food, but then finding it wrapped in a pal- wrapped in its plastic wrapping. Amazing. Oh my god, that's incredible. Be like, oh man, I'm so excited to eat these wontons of burger. <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot to unpack in this article. <laughs> we have time for this. <laughs> we don't have time to unpack all of this. Because no, apparently it's also like a building and a gas station. Uh where That's a lot. That's a lot. In addition to the magic a... hamburger. In addition, there's a series of gas pumps built next to SCP-4348 labeled as Vroom Juice. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm just going to like... It. it is a... Signage indicates that it is called Dotto Burger, Dotto Burger in France Fry, created by Dotto. All municipal records indicate that it is a non-anomalous Burger King owned by one Dotto C. Dotto. <laughs> it's just a oh weird Burger King with Comic Sans logo. In. Oh, <laughs> hell just, yeah. It's, hell it's yeah. Just, it's just the Kerger being Facebook account. Or the uh, Nihilist Arby's account. <laughs> okay, apparently uh, there is a... Some, they sent somebody in and there's a greeter at the counter. Hello, yes. Welcome to Dotto Burger and France Fry. I am Dotto, superstar, entrepreneur, and pharmacist of produce great items. What food will you eat? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. It's burger and what fries? France France fries. France fries. Oh my god. So I still, like, love approximately incorrect naming things. Like, uh, um... In Undertale, they call it, uh, instead of potato chips, it's potato chips. So that's the only thing I call potato chips now, is potato chips. So now it's going to be burger in France fries. It's already, like, in my head because of uh, a, a number of my friends. 
France fries, man. That's what my France poor fiance. My poor fiance is gonna have to start dealing with my even more purposefully butchered English. <sighs> There's a but lot I to feel unpack like, on this, and I'm yeah, gonna have to read. Maybe it later. we'll do a whole ass episode <laughs> just on what is, what is context. The Borgar. The Borgar and France yeah. fries. Ah, oh, but take us home, Sharky. Take us home. Yeah. It uh so that has been the final episode of our spooky month. Was it that spooky? But it's definitely covering some of the stuff that can be scary, especially you don't recognize the bodies in the water. You don't recognize the bodies. I in the scared water. myself this episode. I have no one to blame but myself. There's a lot of creepy SCPs. Like we didn't even touch on. Like that's why so many SCP horror games popped up because a lot of these are just really fucking scary sometimes too. And some of them are just jokes, like Dotto Burger. <laughs> so, but um. Yeah, I hope uh, everybody enjoyed this episode. Uh, we will be trying to get Alvin and Charlie back onto a schedule where they can join us. It's just been rough October's this month. Been really, October's been really busy for everybody. It has. and uh, But, you know, we want to get the content out for you guys, so we do our best. But thank you for joining us on this episode of the Without Context podcast. You guys can find us anywhere on our flow code tiktok uh which i think we haven't used yet uh twitter which i occasionally post to and all these other social media pages that once we get more love from you guys we'll definitely get more activity on and uh, as always you can comment on the videos you can see we definitely try to respond to everybody i've seen Haley uh respond to some people and uh all that see my friend whiffles be my friend whiffles who commented on every video that we had up until that point and like paragraphs on paragraphs of talk it was awesome but uh yeah as always i have been sharky hex this has been deca and anxiety lasagna and we hope you guys will join us next week as we get into uh the writing month what i want to talk about it's Haley month it is Haley Haley day (laughs) it is it will mostly probably be Haley month because of uh, well, National Novel Writing Month, which I believe me and Haley are both taking part in. Oh, have so, I successfully believed? Uh, I came up with an idea, and I talked to Kristen about it, so we have a joint like thing going. We've also promised Haley. Uh, we've also promised Haley the first, um, the first episode in November. You've yeah, also promised she- me a Skyrim episode, so. We did promise you a Skyrim episode, but she put up. She episode. put up with the spooky stuff for October, so she gets. First call in November. But you did it, Haley. You survived five episodes. You did it. Oh my god, I did five of these? Dear god. Yeah, you did. Almost my whole date's thrown off. and Yeah, this is the last week of October. Sick. Cool. (laughs) It's over. It's over. It's over. (laughs) She's so happy. Nope. But, uh... Thank you guys for joining us, and we will see you all next week. Bye, Bye. everybody. Bye, losers!